Welcome to the My Boutique Business Podcast, where we discuss the links between building a strong and thriving family, marriage, and business. We are your hosts, Tom and Mikkel Weeks. Hello, hello, and welcome to this episode of My Boutique Business Podcast. We are happy you are here. Today, we are going to jump right into a question that we get asked quite often, actually, and it's one that I never really thought about bringing up until just here lately when it was asked again. It's about the boutique industry and if we feel it is saturated, and The thinking process that I go through in my mind, I break it down into a couple of different things. Number one, I think there's room for everyone. And number two, the boutique industry in itself, I think there are parts of it that are saturated. And I believe that those parts, this is strictly my opinion, that I believe are saturated are the boutiques that don't really have a message or they have a message and they're not sure how to share it and they're struggling on building their audience. You know, I really think it comes down to most of them don't understand that they need to have a message. Yeah, I agree. There's a lot of just generic boutiques out there and they express that concern that we've seen in the group to us personally about how to distinguish themselves if they are selling the same thing as boutique A and Z. And that's where we get to talk to them about, well, what we're going to focus on today. It's unfortunate, but there are a number of other companies and individuals out there that sell the idea that it's quick and simple to build a boutique or just an online business. That you buy a website, you grab a product, you throw it up there, and guess what? You're going to start selling stuff. It's way more than that. We do not live in the movie A Field of Dreams. You know, if you build it, they will come. However, Kevin Costner is very good looking in that movie. Oh, my word. (laughs) I guess the operative thing in that is the field of dreams is it's more kind of a dream world. And that's not the world that we live in. It's not quick and simple. It's easy to put up a site, but it is not easy to always sell, to set yourself apart and, and to put yourself out there. And it's scary. Well, it's hard. And I guess it can be scary. I mean, it, well, it's, a, it's an investment too. Yeah. What we're going to talk about today, though, is what will help really distinguish you from the others out there and help for you to build loyal, lifelong customers. And what that really boils down to is your message. Recently, we uh, I read an article, and then I shared it with Nikkel, from an entrepreneur by the name of Tom Bilyeu. Some of you might know him. He has a runs a podcast now and kind of a talk show, but where Tom entered the entrepreneurial world, he built a bio-nutritional company that within three years became worth, I think it was three years, became worth like a billion dollars. And he was recently asked, as far as being an entrepreneur, what were the most important things? And, and now I'm trying to remember, I don't remember if it was number two or number three, but of his top things that you need, but it was message, needing to have a message. And especially true in our day and age of our social media and that people are looking for a cause to associate themselves with. Things that make them feel good, things that are closely related to their own belief system. Plus, they also do a lot of research on companies and products before they ever buy. And so having a message and a product that 
other people believe in or give a good review to that helps with building your your brand. So message is muy importante. <laughs> no? No, you're so funny. There's a lot of cheeseburger joints in all of the cities, wherever you live, I'm sure you can name off several. And they all sell a cheeseburger. But it's not just any cheeseburger. You know, they've added their own sauces to it or their, you know, their own uniqueness, but they have a message as well with that. And so how I'm relating that to boutiques and their products. Real quick, though, we're talking about this and burger messages. Yeah. I have to share my favorite one. Okay. So I'm a product of the 80s. I'm an 80s kid. (laughs) And during the 80s, Wendy's had the greatest hamburger commercials of all time. And it's because it had these little old ladies, but there's this one particular little lady that when she was given this hamburger from another fast food place and she'd go to open it up, well, all there was was like bun. Like the bean or the bun? The bun. She'd open the bun and there was just this little <laughs> little hamburger patty and she'd always yell, where's the beef? And <laughs> and that was, you know, became a catchphrase for a lot of people. But that was is one of the most remembered commercials from the 80s was where's the beef and Wendy's obviously was distinguishing themselves at that time that they had big quarter pound patties that it wasn't hard to find the beef in there so if you wanted a real hamburger you went to Wendy's that's my hamburger (laughs) message (laughs) that's back in the 80s Uh, guys I don't remember that one but I'll trust him (laughs) but with that said relating cheeseburgers to boutiques you know we can all be selling the same dress and this is the magic of of owning a boutique in itself and 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 having fun with it is you get to be the creator you are the one that gets to display that product however you want and the message that goes with it why your customer needs that item and so on and so forth and so you can do that through your wording you do that through your images And it all has to meet a need for your audience. And it can't be all based on price or you're going to price yourself out of business. It's just something that we have learned and it has been taught over years. No one can outbeat Amazon. Okay, we all know we live in this Amazon world. Well, it's not just Amazon. I mean, you have Walmart, you have Target, you have companies who have much deeper pockets and brand presence than what we have. Yeah. And so price is something you'll never win on. Yeah. But it's something that you don't have to win on, though, too. Yeah, that's true. So you don't want to base your message all on, oh, we're the most affordable boutique or we're going to, you know, meet everything in your budget because who's to say what that person's budget is to begin with? With that said, a lot of the boutiques, and and this, this happened when I you know, had my boutique. We were all, we all shop the same places, right girls? We all shop the same boutique places and it's all a matter of how you display and present the message to your audience and why they are needing that product. And if that, how is that solving a problem for them? Is that going to help them for that Christmas dinner that they have? You know, or is this going to help them during the summer as maybe it's a swimwear cover up? You know, that's the thing is that's where it becomes creative on your end as a boutique owner and presenting that message 
but also it's going to separate you and get your audience that you're building to recognize that, hey, she's she's helping me. She's helping me fill these needs that I always seem to have a problem with in my closet or whatever the case may be. You can add, you know, you can create a slogan with your boutique name. Like, what is your boutique about? You know, is your boutique about, you know, serving those stay-at-home moms that don't want to drag their little kids out to the store and you try stuff on in the dressing room and you've got these kids climbing all over the stalls or they're climbing underneath the stalls and getting into other people's dressing rooms. You guys, I've been there. And you have to think, yes, that's solving a problem by shopping online, but you've got to dig a little bit deeper on that. So there's two questions that you need to ask yourself when building your boutique or your business is first, what problem do I solve for my customers? And second, how does my company or my boutique make their life better? When you're building out your message or when you're going through that process and you're thinking about the problems that you're solving and how you're making their lives better, there's some needs of your customers that you need to take into consideration. First, your clients have an external need. There's an internal need and there's an intrinsic need that you are trying to fulfill. Now, an external need is more of your kind of getting into your product realm. A person needs a new shirt or needs a new pants, new dress, new shoes, whatnot. That's an external need. The internal need, it gets into how does it make them feel, wanting to look pretty. It could even be looking, you know, trying to stay within a budget. That's feeling that internal need then your intrinsic need it gets digs deeper. It gets into our next level. And this is really where you start to build loyal customers. Intrinsic needs, you're buying into um, that sense you could be of right and wrong or good versus evil. That's kind of where you, the realm of an intrinsic need. But it also sustainability or giving back, sharing, caring, helping out. These are intrinsic needs of people. Uh, providing for their family, that's an intrinsic need. What about a niche? Well, that can help you start to kind of define your niche or whatnot. I mean, if you really go through this process of breaking down those needs, addressing the problem that you're solving and how you're making your customers' lives mm-hmm. better, you're going to become a lot more focused and a niche is really, mm-hmm. or niche, depending on what part of the country and yeah. you're from. But typically, these messages or the things, the three things that you talked about are typically filled within the owner themselves, you know, right? The creator, the boutique owner is usually the one that's saying, well, I'm missing these in my life. There's got to be other women out there, you know, whoever you're wanting to serve that are, are needing this as well. Does that make sense? Right. Well, and that's the thing is you can have... Because I don't want people well, to overthink this. Well, no. And I don't want it to be... I mean, because I am not so much of a deep thinker. I'm very surface level. And I love the fact that you're a deep thinker. I don't want our listeners... I don't want you to feel that this is too much for me. It's too overload. I can't do this. And so simplifying the process of 
going back to your own needs. And part of it could be your why, why you started your boutique as well. From what you were talking about, one thing that I wanted to address is your story. And your story mm-hmm. is part of you and it's part of your why. And for like us, when, when we started our clothing boutique, you headed that up virtually all 100% on your own with the whole desire to provide for your family. But it also allowed you to still be able to work from home because we had little kids. But the message of the business was or who we, the problem. So in our, in our tagline that we had, we addressed the problem that we solved and how we made their lives better. So our, our tagline was current fashions with modest style. So obviously our niche was more modest type clothing, but we were finding stuff that, and which was a good niche for us. There were a lot of people who were looking for something that was mm-hmm. maybe not so low cut or that went a little longer, you know, uh, around the the tushy area. Yeah, or the or 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 the chest area. But yeah. at the same time, it filled a need for me because that was something that I was craving. I desperately needed more modest clothing in my wardrobe as right. well. Those things drew our customers, but also what helped endear them to our our customers was part the story. Yes. You shared with them the fact that, you know, you were a stay-at-home mom who was trying to provide for her family and help put her husband through school. Yes. Uh, that was part of the story as well. That part kind of faded a little bit of sorts because as we got bigger, we became definitely much more known for being a solid, modest clothing company. We did, but I also remember tapping more so into as you were getting close to graduation yeah. and things like that and you know well it still stayed it did relevant or stayed as a part of it but it's so there's so there's different levels so do you guys see what we did there not only did we solve a problem that i personally was having as the boutique owner but we also i I got vulnerable and i'm not telling you guys you need to get vulnerable you're gonna have to tap into that a little bit because we all know when you sell online you've got facebook live you have all of these free marketing tools that you should be using and you're gonna have to get a little vulnerable and put your big girl panties on and just put yourself out there and just do the best that you can and trust me in the process you will get better the more you do it okay and then we also you know sharing that story of yes I was providing for my family but sharing and letting people into my life you know there were times when I felt like a single stay at home you know a single parent because you were going to school for so you were gone sometimes for 12 hours out of the day and and I was home for kids running this crazy, amazing, blessed business that we, you know, were able to build. But at the same time, I was able to build a community because I did start to open up to that community. And so having filled those three things. So think to yourself, what are you needing? And honestly, you've got to go with your gut. Whatever's inside of you, this is part of being an entrepreneur, is listening to your gut. What are you feeling? Not your head. 
I want you to listen to your heart. What is your heart telling you to do? What are you needing to do? And if it scares you, then it's something you're supposed to do. It's just how it works in in becoming in what you were supposed to do and getting that message out. That's where this all comes into play in creating that message. You guys, I didn't read any business books. I had nothing. I had no groups. And so the fact that I literally listened to my heart, I listened to my gut and started to share those three key things that Tom just talked about. And I had no idea that those three things were a key to a successful online business. I guess we could take a second. All right. I would like to take a second and share some other company taglines or things that I just to give some examples of tying some of this message in one in particular that I liked that I guess we'll start with is uh, from a sea salt company and obviously there are a lot of sea salt companies out there but these guys weren't selling you know we have the purest sea salt or anything like that but what their tagline was on their box was where better tasting food begins and I just thought that's brilliant because they're not selling sea salt. They're selling better tasting food. Well, who doesn't want better tasting food? And so, I mean, such a solid hook. And it works on such a deeper level, especially with us. I mean, one of our primary needs is food. So, And our brains are so good at associating food. You find a place that you've eaten at that, was, that you just loved. And it could be years later, and you're driving past that place or getting into the area of where that restaurant is, and all of a sudden your brain starts thinking about it because it's associated with how good that food was. And so that slogan, I just thought it was brilliant. Another one that I wanted to, or that I, I like, which unfortunately, I, I like the marketing of this company, but I'm not a big fan of the company. <laughs> and, and that's Apple. In the 80s, one where Apple really started, Macintosh, when they really started to break out is, and I think it was 1986 when they had this commercial, this these stiffs, you know, guys in suits kind of on the conveyor belt thing. And anyhow, and there's this one lady in like aerobics clothes running through this scene carrying a sledgehammer. Oh my gosh. And then right, she throws it through this big screen that's uh, like brainwashing all these people. And their, their tagline at that point was like breaking the status quo. Their message today is still very similar, which is think different. So that was what they wanted their customers to do. And it just blew up their company. Because mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm not like everybody else. That deep intrinsic need of being an individual just instantly solidified millions of people to them where they still today go and stand in line for hours if not days for their next stupid phone <laughs> and Steve Jobs is brilliant that well yes and no but <laughs> price people pay $1000 for these phones and so when you build that type of brand loyalty price yeah. becomes irrelevant okay so with that with talking about Steve Jobs i have to mention this so Steve Jobs when they did that yes when the Commodore 2 though maybe it was a 3 just a few years later he took out a 9 page ad in the New York Times when they released this computer 9 pages of all of its technical specs 
And guess then, what happened to that the cells of that computer? But this was before he thought of Think no. Different, it wasn't? They first started, so this was in between breaking the status quo and Think Different. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes. It was before so, he simplified you yeah, know, to it, so Think Different. It, it was in between. So this was in the past. Yes. So this was a learning thing he learned. Well, the reason why. He learned I'll, from I'll give his you past. So okay. That computer was sold miserably, and it was within a couple of years after that that actually Steve Jobs was ousted out of Apple, mm-hmm. and he left and went and started Pixar. Mm-hmm. And at Pixar, he worked with storytellers, screenwriters, and he learned the art of a story, learned the art mm-hmm. of a message. So when he came back, and that's when they went in and they launched Think Different. And that brand message and everything that Apple does catered to that. Now, at that point, though, they did come out with some groundbreaking products like the iPod and that just revolutionized the music industry. But that message that he built through that, their products resembled their message. Well, and it helped them market. Well, yeah, absolutely. That's the thing is if you are struggling in your boutique in marketing in itself, which 90% of your business, your online boutique business is marketing, 10% is product. So it all comes down to that marketing and the products are just... That's the, that's the item that you're marketing. So it really comes down to it's not about having more products. It's about the marketing and what message are you saying and telling people and the stories to share and well, getting people to know who you are and the power of Facebook Lives is just amazing. I don't want to negate the importance of having a solid product, having a good product that's super important. Yeah. Uh, but like she said, it doesn't. You don't need to have a massive number of products. Yeah. But the products you do have need to be good. But then the brand message that you have, the marketing that you're doing, that does the rest of. Oh, it really gives, does the rest of the work. It gives you so much direction and so much clarity. Should blend in with your why. Again, the story of when we started our boutique, my why, I needed to provide for my family. I was personally needing modest clothing in my closet. So I had to share that and to serve others because I knew there were other women who struggled with that. If I was, other women are. So look and think to yourself, why am I doing this? What is it that I am missing that I know other women could need this and serve them and get, and make sure that message is clear? And if you feel like being vulnerable, share your stories. There's so much out there in this world that everybody thinks it has to be perfect. Share your imperfections because we're all human. And it's the perfectionism, I believe, is what makes everything fake in this world. So be imperfect. Be yourself, be who you are and be proud of who you are and what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish and have that belief system in place and it'll help you move forward in your business and your boutique. It'll help you grow. It'll help you market and really just distribute everything that you're wanting to do out there. One other company that I would like to talk about, they've had their marketing, their message nailed down for decades now. But that's the one thing. This is what's made them such a big brand is these bigger brands nailed down their marketing message. And the company that is Coca-Cola in the 80s, and they brought this up 
up again in the late 90s, early 2000s, I remember it. And their message is still true today. But they, they had a jingle. They had a song. And the commercial was all these people coming together holding hands. And it was they wanted to buy the world a Coke. And I don't remember the whole song, but it was anyhow. But I don't remember all of it. <laughs> and I'm not going to sing. But the gist of the message was to buy the world a Coke. It was to share this with them. And I knew, like, if you look today, their marketing, they have people's names put on all these different bottles of Coke. Yeah, my name's never on them. Well, but our, our <laughs> daughter, her name is Asha, and she has, it's a very a, different, a, a very different, very rare name. Mm-hmm. And we actually found, and she got so excited, she found a Coke can that had her name on it. So we had to buy it because... It you don't typically say it. say that. So some people are going to buy it because they're a little more narcissistic, egocentric. Coke's message, though, if you go to their website today is it, and see it's share the experience. I mean, they're solving a need or solving a problem by if you're thirsty, but then they get into those internal needs of sharing an experience or being connected with other people. That's their brand message, and that's what they're trying to tie this into with people. That really is a brilliant thing, and they're not just selling a carbonated beverage they're sharing uh, a way to connect with people yeah and they have competition too like mm. you know pepsi's right up there with them i couldn't even i don't drink really either one i really don't drink soda but <laughs> that's the thing is there's always going to be competition out there but as far as saturation and things like that go to bring us back to the centerfold of the beginning of this episode, is the boutique industry saturated? No. There well, is room a, for it, everyone. It's a it's a yes and no, or it a, no, a, a no and yes. It's a no and yes, but that's why I'm saying, that's why I broke it down into two. We hope that what we have talked about with you in this episode will get you excited and get you really thinking about what your message is. What are you feeling inside? What is your gut telling you? You need to share. You know, what are you needing out there in this world? What is missing? What do you need to put in? into place to get your boutique to be unique and to be different and to really stand out from everybody else. And how are you going to share that message? And does that fill all of the the three things that need to be filled in moving forward with that? If you don't distinguish yourself, you will inevitably fade away. That's the unfortunate truth. So like Nikkel said, digging deep, understanding what the intent of your business is. What problem do you solve? How do you make their lives better? As you identify that, it'll help you in so many areas of your business. It will help in marketing. It will help in product selection. It will help in social media posts. And it will help to define your audience. If you can do those things, you will have a strong, sustainable business. With that said, we're getting ready to close out this episode. We've enjoyed this time with you. Appreciate you being with us, taking the time to listen, and we hope that you continue to get some good stuff out of this. If you would like some further information, something that's a little more, I guess, concrete, written down, <laughs> I'm sure you're exercising or driving or doing some work, so more the likelihood is mm-hmm. you haven't taken any notes. But either way, if you have taken some notes or not, you can still go Go to our website and download some printables that we have, some PDFs that we have that talk about building a business and address specifically building your message. You can go to myboutiquebusiness.com forward slash create your message. 
we just give you some tips and ideas on creating your message. We talk about to not stress about it. Don't overthink it. Give yourself all the time that you need, but to really write some things out. This isn't something that magically happens overnight. It is something that Tom is gifted at and I am not. He is more of the type to help people create those messages. And so if you're needing even further help, we do have that option in my boutique university, which you will find in myboutiquebusiness.com. It's also my boutique university. In that section, you will find creating a clear message. If you click on that button in there, you'll be able to read and just contact us. That'll be something that Tom can help you with. It is something that he really specializes in, can help you create that message. Well, so to close this out, I am going to stick with the theme of addressing 1980s commercials. And this one is from another burger joint, Jack in the Box. <laughs> they have are having a meeting of all the little Jack in the Box antenna balls. And the head antenna ball tells the crowd to uh, be safe and uh, watch out for cats. Oh, the antenna ball. Yeah, the antenna balls. Oh, I remember those. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're all different kinds. But so <laughs> to our audience out there, be safe and watch out for cats. We'll see you next time. You're so funny. <laughs> <laughs>